You are listening to the Live Better Show with Brett and Jason, where we dive into life crushers, changing their game, talking about wellness, and sharing a message of putting plan into action. Live Better is based on five pillars. Move better, eat better, think better, give better, and live better. We move for freedom, to do and go where and when we want. We practice good nutrition to combat an age of being overfed and undernourished. We practice mindfulness for ways to live purposefully. We give better as the basis for why we do anything at all, especially when focusing on the health of our clients and community. And at the intersection of it all, we live better. Health and wellness is the sustainable fuel to do whatever it is in life you want to do better. Our guests share their story, their mission, and the pursuit of having the best day ever every single day. Hey! Turn up, bitch! <laughs> Today's sponsor of the Live Better Show is Hyperice. At Hyperice, their mission is to provide athletes with a set of tools that improve performance by accelerating recovery time, preventing injury, and enhancing the body's ability to move more efficiently. All Hyperice products are developed and tested to meet the standards of the world's best athletes. Vibrating foam rollers and balls, the best ever. We simply cannot get enough of the Hypersphere and Vipers. We use them before and after every training session we complete, whether that's for running or rock climbing. We are also lucky enough to provide you with the best discount code ever. Use the code LIVEBETTER20 for a 20% discount off the site. All right, squad, we are here with JJTMFit on Instagram. Um, he is a uh, very well-known kind of physical all-star to to say it lightly um jay how are things going and uh what's going on out in new york uh this is going well uh you know i've just been uh you know grinding away trying to improve myself every day and you know really can't complain you know pretty pretty cold out here in new york just got a nice little snowstorm but i'm not letting that stop me you know that's awesome um well, it's great to have you on the show. We're super excited to, to kick things off. Can we just start with just basic question? You know, what um, what are you up to? What do you do professionally? And then we'll dig a little further. Sure. I'm a personal trainer. So that is my, my nine to five, so to speak. So, um, you know, I personal trainer at a gym. And then I also have a small in-home training business. So that's, that's what occupies most of my time. Uh, on top of the, you know, producing content for for Instagram and my social media pages, uh, you know, I just started last year. I started uh, doing or selling programs online as well. So I've been super busy with um, the success of, of the online stuff, which has been awesome, and and then training people in real life, you know. So um, it's busy, you know. I've always got something going on. Um, and it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, I'm really, really living it up. Yeah. Jay, speaking of the, uh, social media side of things, I wanted to start, uh, by saying thank you, um, for you're actually the first fitness professional, I guess, that I ever started following on Instagram, probably about right about the time you probably started your account. Uh, and you were also the first person I ever saw do a backflip burpee. It took me way, way too fucking long to do it, but I uh, finally did my first one like a few months ago, so I wanted to acknowledge you and say thank you for uh, 
<laughs> for being that motivation uh, to kick off what has now become like a really big fitness journey for both Brett and me. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. When you look at um, kind of the day-to-day stuff that you're working on, um, what type of uh, clients are you training um, both in the gym um, and online, and how are those clients similar and uh, different? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think a lot of people, or I've gotten a number of different people that have walked into the gym I work at and seen you know, how I look physically, and the first reaction people always get me, I was like, oh, I'm not fit enough to work out with you, you know, <laughs> like, for some reason, there's still this, like, uh, stigma around people that are, trainers that are really fit, they only train fit people, right, and it's just not the case, like, my, my clientele, I do have some fit people, for sure, uh, I do have some clients that, um, you know, have seen all my stuff on Instagram, and they, you know, are actively learning, you know, advanced gymnastics moves, and plyometrics, and stuff like that some of the coolest stuff you see on my page but most of my clientele are um you know kids you know who are, who are athletes trying to get better in their specific sport um you know m- middle-aged um older people in their 50s and 60s who are just trying to maintain their fitness level um and maintain their functionality uh, in their everyday life and you know that really composes most of my, of my clientele you know so it's it is always interesting to me to see people, you know, thinking that I just train fit people and that um, they're not fit enough to train with me, you know, it's yeah. just the, uh, it's it's interesting. How would you describe your style as a personal trainer? Um, Jason and I are also both trainers. Um, we train a bunch of clients. Oh, we nice. also, also do some group fitness stuff and. Um, our training style has developed over the years for sure. Um, a lot more into functional movement, um, incorporating gymnastics style training, kettlebell stuff, kind of a lot of the, the stuff you, you preach, at least what it looks like on your, on your page. Um, how would you describe just your training style in general with, with your clientele? Ooh, yeah, you know, I feel like I always have a difficult time of really answering that question because I just, I don't know, like the way I look at fitness as a whole is I, I just want to be like for my own personal um, you know, athletics and, and progress. Like I want to be good at every single thing that there is, you know, every facet of fitness, you know, and I've done it over the years, you know, so I started off my training training martial arts and Muay Thai kickboxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and then I slowly, you know, migrated into CrossFit training, high intensity training, uh, then got into bodybuilding, um, you know, got into kettlebells and, then, you know, gymnastics and stuff you guys see me doing today. And, you know, so I don't I don't know, like, exactly what my style is. But what I can say about training other people is that I've also, you know, amidst, you know, my own personal goals and achievements athletically, you know, I've um, I put myself through a lot of, you know, schooling. You know, I've done a lot of different certifications, um range from kettlebell certifications, gymnastics, you know, um, Olympic lifting, you know, endurance running, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm also NASM certified. I was ACE certified at one point. Um, and so uh, I've really, I've, I've taken a lot of pride in, in, in knowing as much as I possibly can to um, design a program for, for anybody that comes and wants to train with me, right? So I have, you know, I have, like I said, clients that, you know, or older, you know, they're, they're not going to be doing crazy stuff, you know, and, and, um, 
I think one of the biggest skills that I've acquired over the years is the ability to know what somebody needs as opposed to what they want um, out of a training program. And so I've really, um, again, you know, pride myself in and knowing, you know, most facets of fitness, you know, going from like corrective exercise to, you know, functional training. Um, and, you know, again, I, I think that that is the most important thing as a trainer is being able to read the individual that is, you're going to be working with and designing a program um, that's going to help them in their everyday life and, and be what they need as opposed to what they want. Yeah, I think that's a really cool thought. And something that most people ignore when they start their own fitness journey or maybe have been on it for a little while and then want to start focusing is people kind of niche into maybe seeing something on Instagram that they want to be able to do but don't take into account any type of personal limitation or body type or lifestyle that might not support those goals. And it's been super interesting because Brett and I are also – trained kind of cross-discipline and take an interdisciplinary approach to incorporating elements of gymnastics and yoga and functional training and bodybuilding when necessary or sports-specific training. And I think that's a really cool way to kind of dynamically address very different clients and create such a cool ability for you as a movement coach to apply small things like posture and gymnastics to the mental approach from yoga to just finding a little bit more grit on CrossFit style workouts, which I think makes it cool to be able to apply to your online client, to your old client, to your uh, younger client that's looking for sports training. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree, man. What's what's been your favorite uh, discipline over the last maybe couple of years? You can answer that how you will. Hmm. I don't know. I, you know, I guess I guess my favorite discipline is I've been trying to create the most like functional yet like cool um, program that you know again encompasses you know bodybuilding techniques, um, explosive plyometric techniques, um, functional strength techniques. Um, and mobility and, and proper warm-up and activation of specific muscles that we'll be using in workouts. And so over the past couple of years, I think, without even knowing it, maybe at the beginning of the past few years, that you know that's what I've been trying to not only bring to my own training, but to bring to a training program to, to give to, to my following, you know? And um, I'm actually doing that right now where I'm... Um, I'm testing out a new program that I'm writing. It's going to be an eight-week program that I think is going to be just such a badass program. It's going to bring all that stuff together, you know, from mobility, again, you know, proper activation, um, correct exercise techniques, um, you know, and then with, like, my cool, you know, flying, you know, Superman push-ups, like progressing people to some of those more advanced moves, you know, some gymnastics movements, um, bodybuilding elements are also going to be brought in, you know, to put on muscle size and that kind of thing. So... Yeah, you know, I feel like, you know, the past couple of years, like, that's just been, you know, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be as, as functional as possible and yet still be able to, like, you know, build muscle, you know, maintain my speed, my, my power, my explosiveness. You know, it's just my own personal goals, too. 
Yeah, one of the one of the cool things that we've seen, and I think you you do a good job of of letting this stuff come out on your Instagram, is just your growth and development as an individual. Um, you recently just posted a, a photo about how you used to weigh about 145 pounds. Now you're at about a buck ninety and look just like a savage. Um, and obviously, what's interesting is is when you blend that in, it's 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 challenging to anybody to make a body transformation. That there's no doubt about that. But to do it in a way where you can also climb ropes, do backflips, handstands, and then you know deadlift 300 pounds, that is a that takes a, like a specific style of training. So it's super interesting to see that you kind of not only been doing that for yourself. But being able to then show that or create a program that others can follow because, yes, yeah, somebody might not want to gain 40 pounds, but still working out the way you do um, and what you've shown, it, somebody might want to be able to do something of that sort that you've put out there. So I think that all-encompassing program is super interesting because that's kind of what how Jason and I have, have trained and start training our clients. And like you said, it's interesting. People come in with what they think that they want. Most of the time it's weight loss or gain some strength. But at the end of the day, you really know what they need. They might have terrible posture. And if they want to lose 20 pounds, we also need to be working on, you know, their mobility of their back, getting their shoulders locked back and down, like all of that stuff that they don't even know. They don't even think about. But to see that and have that come to fruition, it's cool that you're going to create a program kind of working through that entire facet yeah yeah man i'm super super pumped for it you know because i don't feel like there's too many people out there doing that either you know yeah like bringing bringing it all together so i'm just yeah man it's one of the things that really just fires me up to be honest with you man like i found such a passion in fitness you know that like honestly man like i get up every day and i'm just like fired up man you know and i'm really not even exaggerating you know i just Every day, there's there's just purpose, you know, for me, you know, and whether it being, you know, helping someone, you know, achieve, you know, a small fitness goal, or, you know, creating, you know, the program that I'm creating, or, you know, doing one of my, you know, crazy moves on Instagram, um, and it's uh, it's just such a beautiful thing, man. It's just amazing how fitness and, and trying to better oneself can can completely change your life, you know, and. Yeah, it's just it's just such a blessing to be able to do the stuff that I do. Yeah, can you um, could you expand more on how it's changed your life? Because I know that you faced a, a lot of personal challenge, and I think you attack it in a pretty head-on, vulnerable way. And I think one of the big things, especially across social media, is that we lack a lot of authenticity in what we put out, what we say. And being being vulnerable online is extremely difficult because you put yourself out for an infinite number of people to judge you or to make assumptions. And from the beginning, I've really respected the way that you've done it and also just continue to show that you can overcome like some pretty serious challenges. Can you talk about some of those? I know you have that your type one diabetic displayed right in your profile. Um, could yeah. you talk about some of those personal challenges? Cause I think it's also cool for people to see how big of a transformation you've made without being at like, you know, peak health to start with. Like not only have you transformed, but also with a set of serious challenges and whether somebody's coming in with something, you know, that major or not, 
that you have an ability to make a change and it, it's just about that consistency. I, I'd love to hear you talk more about that. Yeah, I mean, 100%. You know, I, I, um, you know at one point, yeah, it did feel really vulnerable talking about this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, once I kind of pushed through that threshold, though, I realized, you know, how much it does it does help people and and in turn helps helps me too, you know. So, yeah, I've, I've grown to become very comfortable with, Kind of sharing about my past and, and then what I've gone through to kind of start my fitness journey and then the actual journey itself, you know. And, um, you know, I started out just, um, people probably know that follow me on, on Instagram, but I had a um, pretty serious drug and alcohol problem. You know, I started getting high and drinking when I was 11, 12 years old. And, um, you know, I was always like really like insecure and, just kind of fearful kid and always cared everybody thought about me and blah 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 and um you know when I found drugs and alcohol it like quieted all of that noise for me you know and it was like kind of like a spiritual experience you know where like I found the thing that like made me feel like myself or you know just didn't care what people thought about me and you know I could talk to girls and you know all that all that kind of stuff and you know unfortunately for me it, it took me down a a really bad path and you know it, it started off really innocent like just smoking weed and you know getting blackout drunk on the weekends you know I was like a 12 12 13 year old kid and you know by the time I was 15 I was you know taking a, a slew of, of, of pills from, from opiates to the benzos and getting wasted and um, it was the thing that I thought about you know the second I woke up even at that age you know it was like the main thing in my life and you know you fast forward from like 15 years old to, to 20 when I actually ended up getting sober Yeah, you know, my life just turned into something that I just never thought was ever possible you know um, from you know starting to sell drugs myself and um, getting into really really hard drugs you know starting coke and taking large amounts of LSD and um, you know again the pills was always a constant in my life and um, and then eventually ended up, you know, smoking crack and um, was living out of my car. Um, you know, it really was the thing that, you know, I chose drugs and alcohol over every single thing in my life. Family, friends, you name it, you know. And, and it, just, it just took over my life. And, you know, I was really fortunate that I had a, I had a point or a moment in my life when I was about 20 and a half that just like broke down. Just totally broke down. I've had this feeling for months leading up to this moment that, like, I was going to die. There was just this impending doom that I felt every day, but I couldn't stop doing what I was doing. You know, I was just so hooked. I could not stop. And, and I, truly, I truly saw no way out. Saw no way out until I had that moment. You know, some will say it was a moment of clarity or, I don't know, maybe some divine intervention. And I, you know, hit, hit bottom and I reached out and, I got into a rehab, and, you know, I got out of that rehab, and I made a choice to start getting into something fitness-related. You know, I was I was an athlete as, as a young kid. I probably played sports up until I was about 13, but I was just such a, just kind of a reckless kid. I quit everything and kind of said F you to everybody, and. So, you know, that was kind of like ingrained in me, you know, to be fit. I was always, I was always a pretty good athlete. So I got into martial arts at 20 and started doing that. And pretty quickly that morphed into, 
uh, wanting to to possibly get in, you know possibly fight and get some combat sports. So I started doing Muay Thai kickboxing and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I did that for about four four years, I think, four or five years. I became a an instructor, a Muay Thai instructor, which is really cool. And that's where my fitness fitness journey, like actually working in the industry, that's where that that began. So that was about ten years ago, where I started teaching group classes, that kind of thing, and. Uh, you know, it took off from there, you know. Then I was training for, for an amateur Muay Thai fight, and someone told me about CrossFit, and I got into CrossFit, and I freaking loved that. I got, like, super hooked on doing CrossFit and, like, started lifting heavy, you know, and that kind of thing. And that's where I really started to start, you know, I really started to put on some size and get a little bit bigger. And during that time, I was training for a small, it was like an in-house competition. So a small competition, but, you know, Training with some beach for sure, and I trained really hard for this competition. Really wanted to win it because I had come close to winning a couple or close to placing in a couple of smaller competitions. So I trained, hit this competition, hit it as hard as I could, and I ended up winning the competition, which is freaking awesome. But right after the competition, I felt just really, I felt different. You know, I didn't know how to explain. It. I didn't feel right. And, you know, you fast forward two weeks after the competition, I lost about 15 pounds. Um, I started to become really disoriented, blurry vision, and I eventually drove myself to the emergency room. And, yeah, uh, my blood sugars were, were so high they couldn't even read them on a meter. So they were over 1,000. And, you know, my life, my life totally changed there. You know, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And, you know, it was a very scary moment in my life where I was like, fuck man like what what what's gonna happen to me you know i didn't really know much about it and it was a serious disease that there was no cure for uh so yeah you know the first month or two i was super freaked out and you have to relearn your whole entire body when you get when you get diagnosed with diabetes you have to just relearn how you're feeling everything just just changes you know so there's definitely like an acclimation period kind of understanding your body again and what you're feeling so I kind of went through that period and then started getting back into working out. And for whatever reason, I mean, I think I was, they told me I was sick for probably about a year before I was diagnosed. For whatever reason, I started getting back into lifting and I was, P, I was you know, getting PRs and all my lifts and just feeling really good. And about that time, I started an Instagram account. And I just, you know, I'd been sober for, I don't know, seven years at the time. So, I was already very comfortable with sharing about my story, you know. Um, so I started just sharing about, you know, I started posting pictures and my fitness stuff and sharing a little bit about the diabetes and, and being sober. And it was just pretty amazing how it took off, you know. People, I would get, you know, direct messages from people, especially like parents uh, who, who, you know, the, their children have, have type 1 diabetes and, um, and saying how like it's it's really inspired their 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 son or whatever and uh, you know it just really just just took off from there you know it took off from there and you know and then the rest of it's all been documented on Instagram you know like I've <laughs> I've grown so much and changed so much since I even started that account about five years ago and yeah it's just been incredible you know it's it's pretty surreal to be honest with you you know to be you know, to be now, to be in Men's Health Magazine, and, you know, it's just, it's just crazy, you know, super grateful. 
Yeah, I, I want to say thank you very much for uh, sharing all that, especially in depth. I think it's so impactful for people to hear that even on the first try to come back from something that doesn't guarantee you success. Because not only did you come overcome the, the first kind of trial and tribulation of getting over some addiction and, and rough kind of physical condition, but then you really dedicated yourself to getting back after it and then had another major setback and then did it again and continue to deal with it. That, I think, is just cool for people to put into perspective that it's not overnight. And I can't begin to describe, as I'm sure you can't either, how many times you have to slow people down to put things in a real expectation that there's not a pill or powder or lift you can do once a month to have this be effective. It's a daily application of mental and physical grit and discipline and consistency to get where you want to be, and then it doesn't stop post competition or or accolade um i want to say congrats on the men's health fit fluencer i (laughs) opened opened my last issue right to your face and i was like oh we're doing a podcast (laughs) (laughs) sweet yeah but yeah i just want to say thank you for sharing that it's it's really inspiring and i think just super important that people hear things like that um it, they can take away even the smallest bit from that. That there really isn't a there really isn't an end game to this. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's definitely it's a lifestyle, you know. And as cliche as it might sound, it, it truly is. You know, it's really, you know, it's more than, than just the physiological change. You know, it really, it really is. It's way more than that. You know, whether you're whatever, recovering, uh, you know, addict, alcoholic, whatever whatever struggle you might have in your life, because we all have something, right? Like, these are just the things that, this is the cards I was dealt. You know, this is, like, these are the things I'm getting. Like, you're going to get something too, right? It's like, that's just the reality of life. We're all going to get some shit that we're going to have to deal with that's going to be really tough. Um, But yeah, man, it's just like embracing the the full transformation of uh, just being like a mind, body, and spirit kind of journey. And, um... Because it really is not just the physical for me. I mean, just let's an example of like, say I'm trying to like do like a crazy backflip combination, right? It's like just like you know, yeah, physiologically it's awesome I can do that, but just like the journey of like you know the mental aspect of it, of like being really afraid, like what if I break my neck, you know, all these different things, <laughs> and like getting through that and like landing a move like perfectly with perfect form is like it's just awesome. You know, and it just affects so many aspects of my life rather than just just the physiological, you know. And that's also why I posted that thing the other day of my transformation from, like, my first or second year into my fitness journey to me now. Because, yeah, it still amazes me that there's so much shit on social media of these, like, transformation pics. And not to say that they're not real, because I don't know. I mean, I'm sure some of them are. I mean, I've seen people really make some big changes in a short amount of time. But, you know, it is so important to relay the message of, like, no, do you think I look the way I do from, like, doing a four-week pro full-body program? <laughs> it's like, no, no, I didn't. You know, it's, like you said, it's been a life, well, not lifelong, but it's been a, a solid 11-year, 12-year uh, journey 
to, to get to where I'm at today. Yeah, I think that that is just one message that we cannot reiterate enough. Um, one of the things you, you touched on, which is super interesting, and something that Jason and I spend a lot of time and um, thought on is the – you talked about the mind, um, the body, and the spirit. Well, obviously we can see that the body is crushing and working and you're doing that. What are some practices you do for the mind or for the spirit? I mean, I know that just dedicating yourself to getting to the gym and working out, there's a mindfulness approach to that. It's You don't just wake up in the gym. You have to physically go there. Um, but along your journey, you've had a, you know, a series of ups and downs. And like you said, everybody does, and they can be different things. What are some of the ways you or some of the things you do either now or across the last 11 years um, outside of the physical realm that keep you motivated and keep you going? Um, that can be journaling, meditation, a yoga practice, um, relationships with friends and family, just for some examples, or, or anything else that you have that you've done. Yeah, I mean, I've been um, – so I've been involved in a, in a 12-step program since since I got sober, which has been – uh, definitely probably the main thing that has um, kept me alive and, and kept me changing and, and growing over the past 12 years. You know, fitness was definitely a huge, huge thing for sure. But before that, you know, there was um, a lot of spiritual work that I needed to do, you know, when I first got sober. Like understanding that, um, just kind of talking about, you know, drugs and alcohol for a second, like understanding that. You know, though the, the the physical drug, you know, the the physical drink was not really the the source of my problem, right? I mean, yes, in some way it surely was, but it was more so the, the spiritual, you know. And I was just lacking this um, the, the self confidence that you know, again, that I had my entire life, and I had this this basically this hole inside of me that I, that I was filling with drugs and alcohol. Um, so getting sober, you know, was you know coming to the realization that. You know, there's there's stuff that's just really deep that I need to sort out um, to to be better. Because when I first got sober, I was not better. You know, like yeah, I took away and I put the drugs and alcohol down, but I was still a mess of a human being. And so, you know, being in a twelve step program really focused on spirituality and growth and becoming a better person. You know, meditation um, um, was super beneficial um, because it, ultimately my mindset going into the gym is. It's super important. You know, there are times I've gone to the gym and, I don't know, I'm just, like, not performing well and, like, I'll be pissed. Like, five years ago, I mean, there's there's probably, like, dents in the wall for me throwing stuff across the room, you know, when I couldn't I couldn't land, like, a cool combo I wanted to do and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And so, you know, today, like, this doesn't, just doesn't happen. You know, I've just evolved so much, you know, spiritually, you know, again, through meditation um, that kind of thing, like envisioning, I find helps me a lot. Like especially, especially when I'm like in the gym, like about to do something. Like for instance, like um, I did something so recently. It was like a backflip, Superman push-up, like kettlebell, front squat, <laughs> something <laughs> or other. And it was just like a very, very taxing, um, very taxing move. And I just like I, I just always envision. You know, again, super cliche, right? But I always envision everything that I do before I do it, you know? And just, like, having this, like, belief, I just know that, like, I've been given gifts, you know? And it's like I just believe in myself today 
in a way that I just I could never have, have imagined, you know, 12 years ago. And um, yeah, yeah. I think um, what you what you mentioned there is super interesting. Is I don't think it's cliche. I think it's pretty pretty cool. The visualization visualization piece. If you look at you know if you're watching the Olympics and you're got, watching a guy do the vault, he's gonna jump off there. He's not just like oh, I'm gonna go up there and just do a flip <laughs> and a rotation and stick it. And it's not just oh I know what the combo is. It's I am thinking before I take off the the exact feeling I will have, the emotion, the physical where I need to step, how I need to run, my speed. All of that has to come together. The best athletes in the world are not just strong. LeBron James isn't just big and athletic. No, he has a demeanor about him where he sees the ball going to the basket. He sees someone in front of him, and he's jumping directly over them to dunk the ball. That's not just a physical aspect. There's a lot of attention, and I think there's a lot of lack in our society to talk about stuff like that because it kind of sounds a little like, you know, foo foo um, to to see that, but you can't do something unless you visualize yourself doing it. And you you see people throughout the whole day, their whole lives, going through the motions and just finding things, doing it, and going on, but never thinking about the thought that goes into it. So I think that that mindfulness piece is is beyond interesting and something that everybody can do better. We can all improve on that. When you're when you're thinking about a a move or you're visualizing it. You obviously have a lot of creativity, a um, little bit different creativity than maybe the average person would think of drawing something or taking a photograph, but there's creativity in your movement. You're not just deadlifting. Um, you're not just doing a backflip, but you're throwing them both together. How do you think of the shit that you do on Instagram? Um, what are some of the thought processes? Um, are you blending moves that are new? Are you trying out combinations? Kind of take us through um, those those ideas and how they come to fruition. Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, I'm inspired by, by so many different people. Like, it'd be impossible to, to name uh, name that, you know. So, like, I, honestly, I don't take I don't take too much credit for for my creativity, I mean, um, I feel like I, I get inspired by something, right? By by a movement, um, I see that movement, and I don't know. I mean, I've always, um, I've always been kind of an artist. I kind of look at, you know, kind of like what you're talking about. Like my movement is kind of like an art. It's not. Uh, that's kind of how I perceive it, at least, and how I think about it. Um, so yeah, like I'll see something, you know. Like I'm not. I don't feel like anybody's totally original, right? Yep. Um, and you know, I'll just build on it. You know, just play with, play with the movement, see how I could change it and make it different. Um, and yeah, it's just more fun that way. <laughs> yeah, it's more fun that way. And and it, it's you know, honestly, part of it is that you know people want to see that kind of stuff. You know, people are more interested in seeing you know creative movement stuff that's different. You know, people want to. I think more so than not, people want to. You know, try cool shit. You know, people want to do things that are fun, that are different, that are out, outside of the box, as opposed to, you know, there's nothing wrong with, like, let's say, a traditional bodybuilding split. Like, there's nothing wrong, wrong with that. Like, you perform the movements properly and, and know what you're doing, you're going to get results from that, right? But I think, you know, especially from Instagram, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of entertainment involved now. In Instagram accounts, and I'm definitely a part of that as well. And you know, um, so that's what people are interested in seeing, you know. And 
and doing, you know, stepping outside the box. So, um, yeah, that's one of the things that kind of fuels my creativity as well is, is, um, you know, the, you know, getting the following and getting people to like want to be on board with like what I'm doing. You know, it's really, um, it's inspiring and it inspires me to keep going and to keep pushing forward and to keep creating, uh, knowing that people are getting something out of what I'm doing. I'm sure that makes your own personal routine in the gym much more interesting too, because as much as you know, we see the successes on there. I've also seen you post a couple <laughs> of failures too. Um, oh, yeah. Which, yeah, which always makes lots, for a, lots of failures. Yeah, yeah. always makes for a fun uh, face flop on the backflips and <laughs> and shit with weight. Um, as you're oh, you know, yeah. as you're going through and testing these types of things. Could you talk a little bit about your personal routine? Because I'm sure it's not all backflips and burpees and ropes and yeah, climbs. I mean, so how, how do you? Because yeah. because I I know for my for my own personal routine, I'm also the the way that I kind of think about it is just like anything, anywhere, anytime. I don't want to get left behind. Whether we're going surfing, hiking, snowboarding, whether somebody asks me to run a marathon or go heavy lift or sprint or do yoga or gymnastics, I kind of want to blend all these elements, but I always find myself kind of overthinking it. And But my happiest days in the gym are, are doing some of the same types of like relatively fun, relatively stupid probably tests of my own uh, physical ability. But how do, you, uh, how do you program for yourself? Like what, is a, what does a week look like for you in the gym? So at this point, I, I try to... Um, have kind of simple structure kind of going in then I kind of elaborate uh, along the, along those lines so I like to to have two two leg days per week I like to have at least um, one push and pull day so to speak um, and then the rest um, you know I try to make sure I'm doing core you know four to five times a week so I have like really kind of like basic loose structure to it all and then you know the inspiration and creativity can kind of come into play with that but you know there, there are days i'll go into the gym and i'm strictly going in there and i'm gonna spend an hour and a half on doing some crazy shit to make a really cool video right that people want to watch you know that's that's the reality of it and that's some days that's all i have time for and that's what i do and then there's other days where like i don't like people don't see what I'm doing because I'm not videotaping it because there are days where I'm like, I can't spend all my time with a damn camera and searching for camera angles and editing videos for 45 minutes after that. So like all of a day where it's, you know, it's just straight up, maybe not super flashy and cool, you know, just like it could be like just standard bodybuilding, you know, some functional bodybuilding movements uh, or that kind of thing. And, um, you know, it, it it changes from week to week based on how inspired I am as well. So like like any artist, you know, there are times I'm just super inspired and I just can't stop creating. There's just, I just have a steady flow of inspiration and I can just make video after video, think of combo after combo. And then I have times I can't think of anything. <laughs> I just can't think of anything and honestly, like I don't want to pull out my camera. I don't, don't want to shoot a video. <laughs> and, and then like, you know, the workouts just become like quote unquote basic. You know, um, just kind of average, just kind of moving and, you know, feeling good, getting a good pump on, you know, and just continuing my forward momentum. Um, so, yeah, it really, it changes a lot, you know, based on how I feel and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, 
Do you have any specific things you do when you're maybe in one of those creative funks to fuel you, whether it is draw inspiration off other people or um, any other tactics that would be that anybody else that maybe has a creative um, mind or does creative things could draw from? You know, sometimes I do, I'll, I'll kind of force it and I'll, I'll spend a lot of time searching for inspiration, you know, whether it be in my Instagram feed, you know, whatever hashtags, I'll just search, search and search and search and just see movement after movement to hopefully spark something. Um, and then, and then there are times the, the best thing for me to do is to completely leave it alone and not think about it at all. Yep. You know, where I'll just like put the phone down and just accept I can't think of anything right now <laughs> and just live my normal life and not worry about it at all. You know, so it, it depends. You know, I, I put a lot of work into, I put a lot of work into my page. You know, I spend countless time, like I'm just always, I'm just always thinking and grinding and about new ideas, how I can improve, how can I improve the page? Um, how can I improve my own movement? I'm just so I'm constantly, if I'm not on Instagram, I'm on YouTube watching something to get more ideas to train my clients. You know, it's just a, and that's how, that's how I, I think I found a lot of my success is that I just, I just grind away and I just don't, I just don't stop. And obviously there's always an appropriate time to, to stop and, and chill, but, um, which I do build those, those days in, but, um, for the most part, it's just, just keep grinding away. Even if you feel like like it's not working, quote unquote, uh, it, it is working if you're still putting in the work. You know what I mean? Uh, that's why I always try to tell people too that maybe aren't uh, seeing seeing great results or seeing the results they they want um, is just keep like it's like put put your head down and just work. Just work your ass off. And I assure you, you know, like it is working even amidst those times where you feel like it's not. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, sometimes I got to just, you know, I got to keep pushing forward. And other times I got to just take a step back and, and just chill. And then you take a little break and then some, some new inspiration comes along and then you're on another steady flow of creativity. <laughs> People need to hear that every day. Just wake it. Just put your head down. Just do the work. Just do the yeah. work. Don't bitch out of it. Don't make an excuse about it. And don't blame it on anything that's your fault. <laughs> yeah. Just do the work. What, Jay? What are you most? What are you most proud of? What are you most proud? Of? It could be personal. It could be professional. Um, what What are your big successes that you're just like extremely proud of? You've obviously put in a ton of time on the work. So I, I would love to hear you recognize some of that success too. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's kind of tough at first. I feel like to to answer that, but I think I was really really proud of the last men's men's health article too. Like I know I wasn't like straight up officially ranked like the the top one, the top twenty, but to be put as like number one and. 
um, amidst like all of those other badass people, um, and to get like that two page spread like that was was really incredible. You know, it was definitely you know it wasn't my first magazine feature, but um, it was just uh, it's a really awesome thing, man. Just uh, to be recognized, to to think about where I started too, like to think about you know when I would get like you know, I'd be posting like blurry you know crappy pictures <laughs> as my post and getting like t- 10 likes on photos you know and to like to think back over the five years and like i just never stopped i'm like look look what happened you know it's it's surreal for me it's still it's still surreal for me and just to like to, to think that people like look up to me sometimes um it's kind of crazy to me too like not that i think of myself negatively but just I don't know, just to, just to be thought of and as one of the top like fitness people, it's just it's just crazy and it's just it's just so awesome and it's and it definitely inspired me to to keep on going, you know, just to keep pushing forward and keep keep getting better and keep succeeding and um, so yeah, I think that's like the main the main thing at the moment that I'm, that I'm most proud of. That is something definitely worth being proud of. I think. Finding that your influence is meaningful, which is kind of the last point you went on, is is super rewarding. There's a reason you do it and you continue to do it because you're getting positive feedback and you're changing people's lives. And I think the one thing you keep reiterating, which is something that just can't stress enough, is that daily work. It's every single day you're doing something to move forward. And I think that's something people get caught up in the day-to-day and the stresses and goals they're trying to achieve. But it's really just that game plan of the daily grind. Do you have any daily habits, um, whether that's like a morning routine or a pre-bed routine or like a cup of coffee you drink in the morning, a journaling session, a book you read, something like that that you do every single day um, that, that adds to that fuel? Yeah, so I'm I'm just crazy, crazy routined. Um, from uh, I think it's kind of probably naturally how I am. And then also the diabetes has definitely added another layer to it. You know, it's kind of having to be regimented and routine. But yeah, I mean, most of my days kind of look the same as far as you know, getting up, having having my coffee, you know, drinking you know a couple glasses of water to kind of hydrate the body after. You know, not having any fluids for seven or eight hours, and then you know, kind of just I always I always take a couple minutes to just kind of get right before I kind of start my day too. For me, it's just a little bit of a prayer, and I like to I like to pray, and and I guess you could call that meditation as well, and just kind of take a couple deep breaths and just just kind of just be grateful for my life. You know, gratitude is gratitude is everything. You know what I mean? As far as perspective goes and mindset, um, if you're grateful, if you're like truly grateful and you're just, you're going to be happy. Um, it's just going to, it's just going to totally change your life. And I've been fortunate that over the years and I've truly embraced a level of gratitude that I was never, never happy for, you know? So, um, yeah, uh, every, every day I've just in a kind of constant, you know, fluid train of thought of, of gratitude. You know, like I have countless moments throughout my day where I'm like, uh, you know, thank you, God. You know, thank you, God, for, you know, being able to do the things that I can do physically, right? Or my family or how good my life is. Um, And 
yeah, you know, and then, you know, my, my gym routine, getting to the gym, I try to get to the gym at least, at least once every day to take some time filming, filming some kind of content, um, you know, then coming home, uh, you know, I spend time, I've been studying for, uh, the NASM corrective exercise specialist thing for, for quite a while, so I'm almost done with that, so, you know, studying and, and working on, you know, I'm always working on something too, you know, I'm always working on a new program, a new idea, so I'm just like constantly getting things down, um, on the computer with that, and then, uh, yeah, at night, it's just, you know, kicking back again, you know, being grateful, you know, saying another prayer, you know, thank you. Thank you for another day, because you know what? We're, we're none of us are guaranteed shit, you know. And um, it's important to remember that, you know. And I find myself often even laying in bed and just and just having the thought of, you know, somebody. There's somebody out there in the world, many many people who will never get to sleep on a mattress in their entire lives, you know. And like that's it's like thoughts like that that fuel me and drive me and motivate me uh, every day. Yeah, those those thoughts, I think, if we can daily even just have a few thoughts like that where you can be grateful for the little things, the fact that we're sitting inside a room that is a nice temperature when it is one degree outside um, <laughs> or the fact that you can go to a restaurant and order food and eat, like those little things that sometimes you get caught up in the other stuff and even if it's stuff like you're talking about like, you're always working. You're always doing stuff. So there's going to be days where you get caught up in all of that. But to have those realizations just like once a day, and I, I practice a very similar kind of morning like breathing exercise. Um, and Jason and I have over the, the years of Live Better kind of coined the phrase, have the best day ever every single day. And so that's one yeah, of the like things that, that we, we just root that in to everyone we meet and to the point now when we walk out of a – group class where we've taught 60 people, you're getting 25 people coming up to you saying, have the best day ever, have the best day ever. <laughs> nice. And that shit works. Beautiful. It's like a real thing that once you start thinking that way, even if it's kind of like a joke and causes a little laughter at the start, over time, you just become more grateful because your mindset has developed that way. Yeah. Um, one other thing is that you, um, you come home every day to a, a nice puppy or I guess full grown dog. Yeah. Now. Uh, yep, yep. Explain your relationship with your with your dog, um, how that came to be, and how that's that's helped your life. Yeah, uh, so Zoe, she's my she's my three three year old black lab, and you know I had a had a yellow lab before her, a male, and uh, he unfortunately passed away, and I um, decided to get to get a female, and and so I waited a couple months after he had passed and, and got her, brought her home, and. Yeah, man, it's kind of it's kind of like she's kind of like my little girl, you know. <laughs> it's like I almost feel like kind of a dad in a way. I guess I am, right? I'm a dog dad. <laughs> and, you know, she's really just like, man, I'm like in, just in love with this dog, man. She's just such a sweet, sweet, amazing creature. She brings so much joy to my life, you know. So I just couldn't, I definitely couldn't imagine my life without without her, you know, without a dog in general. You know, I'm just such a dog person and animal person um so yeah man she's just she's definitely changed my life you know in so many ways i think she's helped me even just grow more you know uh as a man you know and just kind of helped me tap into like a different side of me you know a facet of, of me 
you know, into like maybe that softer side, you know, and uh, yeah, she's just <laughs> she's just awesome. That's great. It's I think it's super interesting the that uh, you know human dog relationship, um, and like you said, you when you. <laughs> essentially are raising a child uh our photographer recently just got a a very large dog that started out as a puppy and now he's had it for like right around a year um and it's just super cool to see a person develop with a dog by their side um you learn so much you gain a lot of responsibility and there's just a love that you have for that dog that is unlike any love you'll ever have in your life yeah no it's so true man they're just they're they're special man very very special creatures and i think anyone that doesn't like dogs like if to me it's just like a red flag i should probably stay away from them <laughs> those cat people they're, yeah. they're out they're out yeah man cat people i mean there's some exceptions there's some exceptions to the rule but yeah yeah, yeah. only yeah, if the cat, behaves like cat a dog. only if the cat behaves like a dog is it acceptable exactly exactly yeah, I think that, that's a super interesting. It's 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 cool to see that, um, and and again, it's just nice that you also are willing to share those types of things like to your audience because some people get so single tracked and single minded that it's nice to just see the person that's behind the backflips. Um, <laughs> and I think I think that's one thing we've gained a lot from this conversation, and and it's been it's been enlightening. I want to steal like a hundred quotes you said from this about. Um, <laughs> Just just putting in the damn work and grinding and not only that, but doing it with a purpose. I think that's one thing that you do really well is show the purpose of where movement, where health, where fitness, whatever facet it is, if it's boxing, if it's backflips, if it's gymnastics, if it's deadlifting, can change your life. It can actually make a difference in your, in your life. So that's something that we're just super grateful that we've been able to chat and, and just open up your story. Um, one question we always love to ask is tomorrow you wake up and you can have the best day ever. You can do anything you want. It is your best day ever. What, what does that look like? And yes, it might be similar to the routine you mentioned earlier, but if it's something else, what, what is the best day ever for you look like? Yeah, honestly, I, I do think it's kind of like my everyday, you know, I think I'm kind of living a dream to be honest, where I feel like I could really confidently say that like you know just getting up doing what I'm doing like I get a lot of joy out of what I'm doing and um I think the only other thing would be maybe being in like freaking Kauai Hawaii (laughs) sitting on a beach you know going on a hike or something on the the Nepali coast um, that, yeah, that might be the only other thing that I can think of. <laughs> That's solid. We were just talking about, that in. We were <laughs> yeah. talking about Kauai. Yeah, I love Kauai, man. It's one of the most epic places I've ever been in my life. Yeah, that's that is definitely valid for the best day ever. I like Kauai. Yeah, we can, we we'll, we'll all plan a trip down there. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. <laughs> uh, do you have any um, final bit of advice? For our listeners, um, and this can range from recovering from your addiction, um, your diabetes, your movement, your training, or it can blend all of that together. Um, if you kind of had a one-line tagger that you could you could send out to our audience, what would that be? And um, yeah, we'd love to hear that. Yeah, you know, being consistent 
patient, you know, working your ass off. You know, you put those three things in your life on a daily basis, and amazing things will happen. You know, that, that is honestly what I tell everyone that I come in contact with, you know, maybe ask for advice or some inspiration. It's, it's those three things, man. Put those, those three things in your life every day on some level. It could be on a very, very low level. It could be five minutes of, you know, researching an exercise or five minutes of reading or, you know, whatever. Just taking some time every day um, to better yourself and being consistent with that practice. And then, you know, being patient. You know, being patient with the process and knowing that, uh, you know, not getting hung up on the, on the results so much. Uh, but, you know, ultimately you put, put the work in for an extended period of time and things are going to happen. All right, that's, that's it. That is, that's a wrap. Um, where can people find, find out about you if any of our listeners aren't following you? Um, website, Instagram, any of their other show, social platforms so that they can get involved and get ready for your, uh, your next program coming out. Yeah, you guys can find me at JTM underscore fit on Instagram, and you can also find me at www.jtmfit.com. And, uh, yeah, the program should be coming out in spring, so uh, really pumped for that. And hopefully maybe you guys can get your hands on it and, and try it out. I think you guys will really enjoy it as well. And, um, and yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for, for having me on. Yeah, thanks so much, Jay. We're, we're really grateful, um, and we can't wait to, to spread your message. Awesome, man. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Have the best day ever.